Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And oh boy, we uh, get to, to see once and for all that the way to make somebody not evil is to make them blonde and wear, uh, quote, normal clothes. That's how uh-huh, you do it. Uh, I have written on my notes here, Zach, if you'll allow me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, my notes here say... They tradwifed astronomer? <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me, as you might have heard, is Fabby. Hello, nerds. It's the bear who watches Power Rangers. Do you want to... It's tra- cute. Okay. I mean, that yeah, is yeah. correct, but you, uh-huh. if you wanted to take some time and think of something a little snappier, I, I we could so edit it my back first in. Instinct, my first instinct, legit no joke, was to make a joke about my tits, but okay. I feel like I've, I've been doing that a lot, and you can only say my fat tits so many times <laughs> before that loses an effect, right? it well, that, We just need different adjectives then. We need to figure yeah, out some you, more adjectives. But, but why? If if they're they're true, uh, hi, I feel this is me slapping them. There you go. Great. Hi, Good welcome audio. to ASMR. <laughs> this is ASMR, right? That's what that is? It stands for awesome sla- uh, super <laughs> memories is what it me stands for. Me slapping my tits. This is comedy, right? This yeah. is what people like? We did that it. Should the, did great. That should be the episode title this. right there. I mean, it's gonna be. And, and joining us for <laughs> this very special episode is our friend Greg. How you doing? I'm good. Glad to be here. Good. Perfect. Greg's <laughs> like, oh god. We're really off to a good start. Um. Uh. So we there is a thing we do. Uh. And in fact, last episode, my my wife got mad at me for not doing it. Uh. Because <laughs> she was excited to have an answer. Um. But Greg. Is yes. has anything Power Rangers related happened to you since the last time you were on? I, I'm not going to fall into this trap, mainly because nothing immediately comes to mind. So the answer is no. You did it. You you Yay. solved the puzzle. So often people say yes, and I they fail the test right there. Is mm. the thing. <laughs> 
Well, cool. Um, now Zach, I, we I, have so much news we need to talk about. We have a lot of news, and actually, I'm one of the reasons I'm excited mm-hmm. to have Greg on specifically is because I have a point of comparison with one of these news items. So let's just go Ooh. ahead and get it I, out. I, just, just also adding to the news, I also want to talk a tiny yes. bit I, about I, yeah, uh, I figured Battle for the Grid. Oh, oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I mean, the other thing is part of the news, but <laughs> yes. this is more Power Rangers. See, uh, both of them. Well, let's uh, do but, let's do the obvious one first. There's a gay yeah. Power Ranger on the show. Now, yes. th- they have, obviously, there was that thing with Trini in the 2017 movie where mm-hmm. they sort of said she was gay, but not really. And, you know, we had that whole discussion about, like, does a gay character have to... T- stare at the camera and say hello i am gay mm-hmm. but also uh, it's- there is a really good video by barely bitchy on uh, video games and bisexuality what makes a character bi are they mechanically bi or like canonically bi okay the, you should do go you check see that them out. be bi right or do they just say they're bi yeah there you go do you watch it fabi because it it because it has bear in the title <laughs> no, it's barely with a V. I just can't oh, okay. say words. Oh, okay. well, that's my but, bad. But I like, that's my ancient years. Maybe. Okay. But it was a yeah. good See, joke. I thought you said, bar- I like I thought you said barely. So. Yeah. Listen. Here's the thing: the two letters are similar in English mm-hmm. because we have a bad language. Um, but. That said, uh, so there was that. There's uh, some gay rangers in the comics, which um, yeah, uh, Fabi, which I love. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the purple solar ranger and the orange solar ranger, but they never confirmed their gayness, even on... though they like are clearly. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was like Twitter canon, which right. is, is a thing I'm stealing from that video I mentioned, where like they're gay, but they're confirmed on Twitter, not on the page. Uh, they never kissed yeah. on page. They, that, was like a, that was like a year yeah. ago that they brought that uh, up on Twitter? A year or two it, ago, yeah. It's been a little bit. And also, yeah. I someone as someone who's been catching up on the comics, uh, they did bad with that stuff. So uh, it, it yeah. maybe doesn't really it deserve... Of, it but, had a lot of potential. Yeah. I believe the first time they referred to each other as girlfriends or gay is in the mobile fighting game. Yep, and also that character uh, went crazy because of her trauma and oh, turned great. evil mm-hmm. and etc. So fun. That's yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there is good stuff in the comics, but that part is not it. Did I do we? I don't. I think I was gonna mention it and then didn't, and so this is just gonna be very fast. One of the new Power Rangers is literally a cat. Like it's an it's a tiger huh. from an alien planet that can oh, work now, right. and that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> I All like right, that, sure. I like that they were just like it. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> you can morph now. Anyway, um, that said, uh, so yes, we have a the Green Ranger, uh, in Power Rangers Dino Fury, Izzy Garcia, uh, is confirmed for gay now. Uh, confirm for gay. For gay. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, gay. Like, what I do every morning when I wake up. I confirm uh-huh. for gay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I used some weird language there. It's fine. Now, you said Twitter confirmed. This is interesting because... Mm-hmm. So, um, Simon Bennett, who is the showrunner uh, for Power Rangers, has a pretty active tr- 
uh, Twitter presence talking yeah. to fans. And he did confirm, yes, this is gay. Somebody was like, whatever, this is just a marketing ploy. And obviously he can't say exactly, but it sure did sound like it was something they fought for and not yeah. not something that the company was like, this will make us money. Um, oh, yeah. I never believe the marketing employee. Marketing employee at this point has become like a weird dog whistle for bigots. Yeah. Of calling something like about inclusiveness being a marketing employee. Right. Like, no. Like, if they didn't need to, they wouldn't. Like, here's this th- is usually people fighting for it. Here's the way you know that's not true, which is that the uh, the Fast and Furious movies, which make a bajillion fucking dollars, mostly because of how, like, diverse they are, um, they are I so huge and make so much... It's also... Well, that's the thing. They <laughs> they understand, Greg, that family is all of us, right? And yes. And so they make a ton of money, but despite the fact that they are the the only thing as big, well, I mean, not as big because they don't make as many, but they basically are make as much as Marvel movies when they come out. Um, but nobody is copying them, so like that's how you know the marketing ploy thing is bullshit. Because even though you have obvious examples, people still don't do it, right? Like that's because yeah. they just. There's somebody up, some executives who are like, no, straight white people, that's it. I mean, here, I'm gonna, ooh, I haven't talked about this in the podcast. Fucking stretch in. Uh, I'm gonna talk about Patio for a second. Can I, can I, I, can we circle back to that real quick? Because I wanted to finish my thoughts. So, so (laughs) yes, he confirmed that they are gay on Twitter, uh, you -hmm. know, whatever. But literally in the, in the episode, no one's again kind of kind of similarly. She does not go. Yes, I am bisexual. Hello, <laughs> my name is Izzy. Uh, but her brother, the whole episode, thinks she has a crush on a guy, and then uh, at the end, essentially, he's like, "But I thought you had a crush on whatever." Uh, or no, he says it to another character, mm-hmm. and and uh, Zato, the Red Ranger, is like, "She does have a crush on somebody." Look, and then you turn around, and she is. Talking holding to uh, yeah. another girl and holding hands and like they are going on a date. It is mm-hmm. extremely clear without them yes. saying. Uh, it pans to the rest of the rangers. The right. pink rangers going like, oh, my God. Cute. Yes. It's it's not. It's one of those things where it's possible that like Nick's Nickelodeon's S&P wouldn't let them say like. You know, oh, she's uh, she's dating another girl or whatever. Like maybe there was some dialogue that they couldn't say, uh, or maybe not. Maybe they just didn't feel like they needed to lay it out that obvious. But it is, it is, it it doesn't feel like they're being coy. I guess is my my way. Is she, I would... you know, a Green Ranger? Right, exactly. And and oh yeah, and I guess to 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 say this is um. This is the the same character Izzy who uh, ripped her skirt off of yeah. her uh, yes. of her uh, suit earlier in this season, which also made a little bit of a, a shockwave on the internet. Yeah, yes. So, and then I mean, I don't want to get into this too much, but obviously, there are a lot of people in the Power Rangers community that are gay or queer or in other ways, you know, in the LGBTQ community. 
who were super excited. I mean, I was very happy. I thought it was very, very cool. And then you immediately get the backlash uh, from chuds who are shady assholes who uh, don't want anything. Man, the Power Rangers neckbeards always weird me out because it's like uh-huh. they've it, been yeah. inclusive since the very first one. I don't understand what you, you anyway. It, it's because of their neckbeards and then they their neckbeards about everything, right? Right. So they just like, oh yeah, no, this is this, this politics and my Power Rangers. It's like the do old you rem- Power Rangers didn't have politics. It's like, do you remember how half the episodes in the first Power Rangers are about like how you should accept other people who aren't like you? Like literally, explicitly that? No, okay, whatever, I get it. Uh, but but the weird one that I saw was. Oh, she's a yeah, sure we have a gay ranger, but she plays soccer and she's sporty. So like that's a stereotype. And I'm like, "Fuck off." Yes, because there are those people. Like what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> what do you there, want? Yeah, it's one of those things where like people sometimes don't know what the fuck the word stereotype means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I literally the first thing I did, uh, uh, shout out to my friend Chelsea, who will never listen to this, but hey, shout out. The first thing uh, I did when I found out was text my Latino, uh, butch, lesbian friend who plays soccer, hey, you're in Power Rangers. And she was <laughs> like, hell yeah. So, like, it, sure, a stereotype, I guess, but also it's representation of, like, a real person who exists. So, like it's fine stop it um but yeah so that was cool and 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 like basically that same week of fabby i i don't know as much about this because yeah uh it happened and then i got very sick so i have not been on the internet that much but i did see you <laughs> posting about it um yeah tell me about what high school heroes it, the show's called the high school heroes it's produced by by toei it's a toku show, but it's not technically a Sentai show. It's the closest thing I could compare it to would be Akiba Ranger. Yet, right. it's not. Okay. It's not as much as a straight parody of that. It's a very. It takes itself very seriously. If I would call it anything, it's a love letter to the original uh, Go Ranger. Okay. Uh, so much to the point that uh, the Red Goranger shows up uh, oh, that's many cool. times. The main character like sees them, like they're like his imaginary friend, and that's cool. uh, also like the show does constant callbacks and shots. Like there's a point when they're like, "Okay, this person should be the Yellow Ranger. Why? Because they eat ramen the best way. Have you seen the meat ramen? The Yellow Ranger and Go Ranger ate ramen really good." <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. So they've done a couple one, like that. There's a Kiba yeah. Ranger, which is like a very yeah. clear parody, but they've also, mm-hmm. and I just Googled it because I thought I had the name, mm-hmm. but apparently I'm wrong. There, there is a, there is another Toei produced not Sentai that's called like Work Time Heroes or something, mm-hmm. where it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a not Sentai where everybody like goes to work and then. At the end of the day, they're superheroes, like uh, Agretzico, hmm. kind of, yeah, ish. So they've done that kind of thing before, where they're like, "Yeah, look, this is so, 
not in the main line, but it is a Sentai mm-hmm. show, basically. Yeah. That's it, cool. It seems to be kind of like this is based in our world. Like, a Go Ranger was a TV show. Okay. Sorry. Go Ranger was a TV show. Uh, they don't mention any other Sentai shows. So it's like, this is from like a world where only Go Ranger existed. And it came out when Go Ranger came out. And the main character's dad really liked it. And then so he really watched it a lot. Um, but also monsters are real. And there is an app on your phone that lets you transform into a superhero. Or a monster, depending on the app. Um, okay. If you've seen Kamen Rider Force, yeah, uh, Force, it's very much that. Like people who teenagers who are having teenager problems get to get like taken advantage of by people and given this weird app to turn into monsters. Okay. Um, and then the show, I believe, it's gonna be eight episodes long, and each of the first. Four or five episodes are all about like one one of the rangers each. They like slowly get them together. Um, and in the background, the last one to join them, but is in the show the whole time. Uh, her name is uh, Ichika. Uh, she is presented first as like. Kind of like the gay best friend of, like, the girl in the group. Okay. Um, And then, so, like, but, like, she is very feminine. Uh, She works, like, at a little shop near the school. And she has, like, a cute uh, rabbit outfit. Like, a cute, like, rabbit apron. It's really cute. And then she henshins, like, in episode three or four near the end. And she gets beaten by the monster, but she, like, saves her friend. And then the next episode, she talks about how her friend is the only person she had ever come out to. And that transforming into that hero was the first time she felt free. Like, the only other time that she didn't feel oppressed was when she came out to her friend. And then the other time was, like, doing the henshin, like, doing the transformation. Um, it's really cute. It's like basic stuff. Uh, yeah, but, but like it's well done. Yeah, that, but yeah. that's the thing is like when you can, I mean, it sucks that we're here, but it's like when you can recommend it and be like, no, they really don't fuck up. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, they do a good job. Uh, th- there's a scene where they're like, they're trying to find out because, uh, the one girl who's been on the show gets hurt. Uh, and they're like, oh, we need a girl so that we're all five because we need the pink one. That's the only one missing. And that's always a girl. Uh, and then they're all like, oh, I wish Ishika was a girl. Uh, and like her face g- gets so happy. And they're like, but but she's not. She's a guy. Oh, and no. She, she like her face drops and she leaves. Um, it's it's really good stuff. She like finally transforms and. Uh, uh, then, like, at the end, uh, at the end, after, like, the big fight or whatever, they have a scene where her, like, explaining to everyone, like, hey, I'm a girl, uh, like, I'm trans, uh, and then, like, the Red Ranger who, who, like, was calling her a guy before, didn't know, like, apologizes, like, I apologize for saying a lot of insensitive things, uh, and then... 
I this show's good. I would recommend it. The Red Ranger's a fucking hembo. Um, <laughs> good. He's they an should idiot. Be. Yeah. He's great. It's he's always like, a good indication on a series. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, have you told your parents? And she's like, no, I don't think I'm ready to come out to the, out of the closet to them. And he's like, okay, when you do, I'll be there. I'll come out of the closet with you. Aww. And then he goes, wait, I don't know if that would help. But I <laughs> I got carried away. I just want to help. And I was like, Aww. oh, yeah. That's, that's good. good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so, so, yeah. That, that, it, that's awesome. Really yeah, I mean, it's it's a good time for for LGBT stuff in Power Rangers. Yeah, just heads up. As far as I know... She is played by a cis dude, um, but it it's if this is a cis dude because I don't know their gender. But if this is a cis dude, uh, this is like the first time I haven't felt uncomfortable with a cis a cis dude playing uh, That's good. a trans character. There, there may uh, I mean I know there yeah. were set there have been a couple. Uh, common writer actors who yes. came out as There's non-binary, a trans like, man. Uh, yeah. Well, he just well, came out as trans. Uh, okay. As a trans dude. Yeah. Like so, last month. So I wonder if you know. You may never know. The only reason I think he might be cis is because every all the Power Rangers and the main like villain, uh, or like the villain ranger basically, are all part of a boy band. Oh, interesting. Who sing the opening and ending <laughs> theme, like a pre-established boy band. Like this is basically like a vehicle for them, that's but cool. it's really good for a vehicle. Hey, um, that you know, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, we, we just, I've been talking about uh, K dramas on the show mm-hmm. uh, a fair bit. There, I don't know as much about Japanese culture. I'm always hesitant mm-hmm. to say anything ab- about it, but at least in K drama, K drama stuff, like. A whole genre, like a whole tab on the streaming service we have is just called Idol Dramas, and it literally mm-hmm. is a genre that exists to be TV yeah. show uh, vehicles for for uh, musicians. So I don't know if that's also oh, wow. a thing there, but, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because there's not that much, like, singing in the show. One of the characters is a dancer, and that's about it. Uh they sing the intro and the outro song. One of my favorite ones we've watched is called Hotel Del Luna, and mm-hmm. it, the the lead actress is a musician, and I don't, I'm pretty sure she doesn't sing in it at all. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like she's like a couple of the songs are by her, but you mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily know that. Yeah. Um, so that's well, cool. Anyway, that's yeah. the high school heroes. It's a silly, not silly. I I think that's underrepresented. I, I think it's a good show and it's worth watching. Uh, episode three, I wasn't a fan of just because it didn't hit me personally. But otherwise, every other episode and especially the trans stuff has been amazing. Uh, so I would really recommend that if that's yeah. your cup of tea. Well, that's there you awesome. go. And and so. Now I wanted to roll into into well both of you really but but Greg I know you've been um, a fan longer uh, the reason I I wanted to ask you because Power sure. Rangers we talked about out like yes this is the first gay character on the TV show they've mm-hmm. done it in like the comics and I feel like that's something that a lot of properties do where they'll be like 
yeah, we have fans who want to, everything to be more inclusive. So we put some, you know, there's like a gay character in the comic or, or whatever. And then it, it's always like, it takes a little while for it to jump to the show. I really uh, don't know much about Transformers at all. But I know I that, am holding yes. Anode and Lug in my hands. So I was going to say, I know based the on of Anode and Lug, based on my that friends, that there are are gay LGBT LGBTQ characters in the at mm-hmm. least the comics. But I was going to ask both yes. of you, uh, like, are there in the shows as well? Has that crossed over into like the TV show? Or I suppose is it I can in the- get into this now since the last episode yeah. of Kingdom we've reviewed. Yes. Well. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's it's not yeah. it, it's not like they come out and say it, but right. I yeah. mean, it, it's it's pretty much everything except outright saying it. Um, the right. the character um, Black Arachnia, which was from the '90s cartoon. Mm-hmm. Was had yeah. a romantic relationship with Silverbolt in that cartoon. He's right. not in Kingdom. However, she does reference finding RC cute, uh, who is a female okay. character, uh, flirts a lot with Air Razor, who is also a female character, uh, okay. and in fact, uh, gives her a peck on the cheek at one point, uh, when she saves her. So it's, it's heavily implied, if yeah. not outright told that hey this is a bisexual character and you know i thought they treated it well uh without you know making it big bang you know right bells yeah, and whistles type deal and really there wasn't surprisingly there wasn't a lot of talk about it online uh because that was one of the things that i i really tried to keep an eye on in preparation for us reviewing this season there wasn't a whole i don't think a lot of people watched kingdom because there really wasn't a lot of talk (laughs) about it um but i thought it was very interesting i thought it was a i thought it made sense uh from the standpoint of the character and really i thought that they did a good job just overall in it's sort of introducing that but not making it such like this explicit hey oh hey this character's by and that's going to be like a, not making it a trope I and, guess and is, making is it it seems like making it feel like it's not like it it doesn't feel like they just decided it was just like yeah. oh here's a thing you just didn't know about this character like they yeah. kind of introduced it naturally which is cool and there was um, no there, there was no reaction <laughs> the, there was no that's interesting like, like there were, there was no reaction from the other characters of, of like surprise or, okay, or anything gotcha. like that it, it was just like oh okay cool like she she would comment like oh i find this one cute and that was it. So, go ahead, uh, Pabby. I'm just saying. I'm just here in my corner yelling at Hasbro to make toys of Anode and Lug, <laughs> the canon transgender lesbians from mm. the comics. Because I, I, I have the plushies that I got on Etsy. Make toys of her. I want. <laughs> I want. Trans and Deanna Jones and her backpack wife. (laughs) I need this in my life. That's one of the Uh, things that's always interesting to me about Transformers when you talk about relationships. Because it's like, 
this one is a cassette tape that lives mm-hmm. inside this one. And it's yeah. like, I, the yeah. power dynamics of this are weird. I don't know about that. But. Listen, some, listen, you know queer relationships. Sometimes you transform into a backpack that your <laughs> wife puts things on. I don't think this is weird at all. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I always loved about about them and if they ever do trans characters in um in a, a different transformers canon which technically rc is also trans but we're yes. not gonna get into that today. that i, I was uh. gonna say i know about that one i've seen the comic panels where like if and and this is <sighs> this might be a trigger warning i don't even know how to describe it really. It was, she was written by a dude, and then years later, a different writer had like people, trans people, talk to him, and he kind of made it better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from what I understand, originally, RC was the first like canon uh, woman transformer, right? The who like mm-hmm. identified yes. as a woman, and they didn't. They, like, didn't know how to handle that in the fiction at the time. Yes, they made it so that she she was forcibly Like, trans. experimented on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a yeah. fucked up Smurfette years, thing, basically. Yeah. Years, years later, it got retconned that she was always a woman. She always wanted to be a woman, and this person twisted that into... Doing experiments. On oh her. boy, yeah. that's uh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, good. I'm, uh, I'm but glad. Like, my my point with RC and Lug, uh, not RC, sorry, Anode and Lug, is that the way that they talk about their transness is like one of them had changes done to to their to their body, uh, to their shell, to their body, and the other one didn't. Like, one of them was like, no, I'm a girl, but I didn't have anything change. And the other one was like, oh, I did have some things change because of my transition. And I I always liked that. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a nice point. analogy where it's yeah. like, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, exactly. why, why would I have to if I didn't want to? Yeah. yeah. And and thus ends the second time we've talked about black arachnia in, like, three episodes. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I st- eventually I'm going to have to defend uh, Silverbolt apparently because people keep keep <laughs> shitting on Silverbolt. Uh, he's a lovable goose. Listen, here's the thing. He's an idiot and I mm. understand that. I get it. Silverbolt's dumb as hell, but he's a sweet boy. I don't know. He's he's <laughs> uh, what is the thing people say about paladins in D- D&D? He's lawful stupid. Yeah, he is. Yes. That's true. You're um, not wrong, but I love I remember, him anyway. <laughs> if, if I remember correctly, I watched a video once of his voice actor, because the voice actor for Silverbolt does four characters in the 90s series. He did Rattrap, Dinobot, Silverbolt, and Waspinator. Oh, wow. And any wow, time that's that he impressive. Ta- Waspinator. Yeah, and any time that he talked about Silverbolt, he's like, you know, brave, courageous, dumb as a sack of hammers. Yeah, he's dumb. That's on purpose. It's not yeah. like they didn't know he's stupid. <laughs> it's oh, fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're 30 minutes in. We've talked about all, <laughs> all the... Well, actually, we haven't talked about all the news. Oh, boy. No. Uh, but let's let's go through the rest of it fairly quickly. Uh, Simon Bennett talked about him a little bit earlier, showrunner for Power Rangers. Uh, he did tweet out... 
Well, actually, first of all, I want to note that he started this thread by saying that he was two bottles into uh, into red wine, which I just think is a very funny way to announce mm-hmm. that always you're a, drunk yeah, on the internet. Always he's, a great way to start a Twitter thread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was like I'm I'm smashed AMA. He was like I've had two nice bottles of a uh, of vintage red. Now ask me Power Rangers questions. Uh and and people asked him like what of the past uh Sentai um had had like what had a good chance of being uh turned into Power Rangers because they did do Go Busters like way after like years and yeah. years mm-hmm. later they turned it into Beast Morphers and he didn't confirm anything but he did say some that wouldn't happen um and the the three he listed were um uh, Tokyujer, which is the train Sentai. I understand that. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that sucks because it, it's cute. It's really cute. I keep saying they need to make it like a RPM sequel, and then in the future of RPM, they just like there's trains everywhere. Yeah, they rebuilt the world. Uh, well, with his trains. his thing was a p- trains just like don't click with kids in America the way they do in in Japan, probably because we have a shitty infrastructure. Uh, and also yeah. that that Sentai is aimed at like literally like four year olds, like very yeah. very young. So that wasn't gonna work, which I get, like it's, but it's a bummer. It's almost um, it's almost like Car Ranger, if I remember correctly. Yes, it's, it's big almost on a parody. Yes, it's yeah. yes. Um, uh, he he said, and I'm sorry, he didn't list the name, and I can't. It's like Patter Ranger versus Lupin Ranger. Lupin Ranger, yeah, yeah. which is Lupin the Ranger. the one where it's it's two teams and one's cops mm. and one's robbers. Uh, mm-hmm. And he basically was like, we are not touching that with a 10 foot pole. A. Yeah. Uh, if you'll recall, Simon Bennett said that they had rewritten uh, the black and green Rangers dad in the new series from a cop to a, a park ranger because of mm-hmm. current like police brutality shit in the United States. So he was like, no, we're not going to have cop rangers. It's not going to happen. And then also he said, but also at the same time, like we're not going to do literally like thief rangers that that's not going to happen. Which I think that would be an interesting, I, I think it'd be interesting. I think again, you have to remember that this is aimed at really like between <laughs> six and 10 year olds. So it's like a tough sell. Uh, but Carlos and Diego was big. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Love well, Carmen it, San Diego. I mean, and the, we've already sort of kind of had a police. Well, I mean, we've sort of kind of had we a have couple several of them. Police yes, ones. we have. I mean, we had SPD. Um, we've had um, numeral police ones. Yes, yeah, SPD. Cor- we talked about it a bunch of times. I think it'd be hard to yeah. sell SPD now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. Uh, that said, uh, last one. Q Ranger, which if you it's K Y U Ranger, um, which if you haven't seen these, you should Google it because it's basically my favorite Sentai. It has some visual. amazing designs. Mm-hmm. Um, because it lets the Rangers have different body types, which is cool. Yeah, it's based on the Zodiac. Yes, and he essentially said, "Look, I that's cool. It's it, they look great." We almost broke it in Dino Charge trying to have that many Rangers, and this is yeah. more because it's like it is. I want to say like 
is it 13? It's 12 or 13. I was going to say it's 12 or and 13. Yeah, yeah, and I believe it's more, it's more like straight out of a gate. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. You, it starts so, yeah. with like all of them. And he was just like, we can't. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. I don't think we could make it work. Uh, so, so with those, yeah, out, you would have off like the half table, a season like, dedicated to like character episodes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, so with those off the table, there it's like a slightly less uh, uh, number of, of Sentai. But because we've been doing this like two series in a row of the same show in America, there's still like a backlog that they could pick from. So there's still a mm-hmm. lot even with those off the table that they could do. But I thought that was interesting. It was nice. It was cool to see those uh, like that that logic and it's one of those things where it's like oh that's a bummer but like i get it i understand why you're not gonna do that one um okay and then last thing before we talk about the show which good news at least for me i don't know uh this episode it's fine but it's pretty it's pretty quick uh so you wanted to talk really quick fabby about uh bow for the grid uh, yeah, only thing is that the big box came in for my, my girlfriend or the big box. It has the Wizard of Deception, which is incredibly funny to me. Yes. As one of the masterminds. Uh, he has his shitty, his shitty predator mask painted. Nice. Uh, if you don't remember, the Wizard of Deception uh-huh. is How like you forget, maybe the all. laziest, uh, monster they've ever done in power rangers it's literally a predator mask and a cloak and they like uh-huh and that's and it like a wig and then for uh, yeah yeah and then for some reason they put him in the comics as like fairly important and mm-hmm. so because i think because that happened now they're like oh we got to put the wizard in De- of deception and stuff and it's like but he looks bad <laughs> like i'm sorry it's not a good design uh but yeah sorry go ahead no, yeah, that's basically it. It's bad. There's some some cool the comics. Rita is in there. Uh, a couple of other cool stuff. I have Tengas now, uh, which you, everyone who knows me will know how how happy that makes me. Tengas are good. Uh, yeah. Well, I think they're introducing another too. Zord into the game as well, aren't they? I want to say I thought that they yeah, were bringing in like the. All the time. I th- I think they announced that they're bringing in the graveyard sword from the comics. Ah uh, yes, that's in the box. That is Kimberly. Uh yeah, uh, R- good Ranger Slayer Kimberly, who's also in the box, is uh, her her sword is the the graveyard sword. Yeah, yeah, it's like a bunch of broke, busted up swords that and made into a mega sword. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Nice. Uh, and then it has I an, it has an okay ability. Copy any other sword that's in play. Well, that's pretty cool. And then I guess last yeah. thing I'll mention is that uh, in the is it Battle for the Grid? Wait, which one's the video game? The fighting Battle game? for the Grid. Yeah. You fight in video games. You are hero heroes in board games. That's how you. Ah, keep them okay. Separated. In Battle for the Grid, they just put out uh, Ninja Ranger Adam, which is cool. I think that mm. rules because uh, it's one of the only like um, non morphed characters uh, or mm. human characters. And they gave him some of that weird shit that they would do in the ninja outfits in the in the uh, show. So that's cool. There's no getting okay. big though. No, I that's true. That he doesn't th- get huge and 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was I was watching I the video. I'm like, is, does he turn right. huge? Does he turn huge? That those fight scenes were so weird. I, yeah. I understand that they're from the Sentai and and they were trying to play off of all the like weird ninja magic, but they're weird fight scenes. Um. All right, we're 40 minutes in. Let's talk about Power Rangers, the TV show. Uh, this is season one, episode 29, Dark Specter's Revenge, part one. And uh, we open on uh, Andros showing uh, Astronomer around the ship. Uh, and, oh, sorry, if you if you are for some reason tuning into just this episode, Astronomer is good now, so don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Uh, mm-hmm. He is showing her the, the mess hall. Um, and he's like, here's the Synthetron. You can make any kind of food you like. And then No, he- no, you need to say he first I didn't write it down. He says something so dumb like, uh, this is the the service station where we service things. He says oh, this yes. is the work bay where we do uh work, work and yeah. repair, yes. And Listen. Yeah. Uh, One, this dumb motherfucker. Two, he's so bad at acting. He's bad. He's so bad at acting. He's not good. He then says, you can make any kind of food you like, and then shows her the nastiest shit I've ever seen. (laughs) It's fine. I know it's supposed to be space food, but it's gross, and I don't like it. It looks like those dollar store gummies that you'd find around Halloween. Oh, yeah, where it's like, here's a gummy hamburger for some reason. And you're like, no, just make the normal gummy shapes, please. Uh, (laughs) But uh, she's like, no, thanks. You know, it's going to take me a little bit to to get used to all this. It's a very different life. And she's like, or sorry, Andrews is like, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm just so excited to have you here. Uh, And, and, you know, he's overjoyed to have his sister back. and uh, they uh, Decca comes on the intercom and says, and says, "Corone, please report to the bridge. The other rangers or the rangers want to see you." And she's like, "Oh, great! They probably voted to throw me into the nearest black hole because we're all playing Among Us, I guess, on the <laughs> spaceship." Uh, and and Andros, Fabi, speaking of cannot act, he's like, "There is mm-hmm. one nearby," and because of his acting being <laughs> so bad. I literally like couldn't tell if he was kidding or if he's just really stupid, and I don't know which is the answer. Well, he says he's kidding, but yeah, he you know, does say he's kidding. Um, but at the same time, it's like didn't really know at first. Yeah, it's like no, you just said that, and then you saw Andros or uh, Astronomer's face and decided to backtrack. Uh, now, speaking of good acting, they go up to the bridge and. Uh, Astronomer walks in and, and sees all of the rangers standing in a line and just goes, um, hi, everybody. And that really cracked me up. I like that a lot. Uh, <laughs> she's just like, okay, what can I do for you? And, you know, they're faking you out. They're like, we've all been talking and we've reached a very important decision. And this is going to be a big deal. And based on your actions, we've decided to make you an honorary Power Ranger, uh, which means that she gets one of their out of uh, out of morph uniforms, um, and so they they hand it over to her, and it's pretty cute. They all give her a big hug. Uh, 
she does a pretty good job of 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 acting like you know like very uncomfortable but appreciative mm-hmm. which is yes. is good where she's like yeah yay but also <laughs> i don't know how to deal with affection <laughs> it, you know this kind of thing in 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 shows for little kids where someone's defected it's like you you always it's always a little tough because it's like well you can't show that this person is broken inside and doesn't know how to operate in normal society that's too serious for little kids but uh also they you know you want to show that they're a little awkward and i think they do a good job with it um we cut uh to the uh the bad guy ship and um Ecliptor is walking around and gets uh, waylaid by some Quantrons, and uh, he is. This is creepy. I don't like this. Uh, yeah, this scene was. It gave me. It gave me a vibe of like a prison. Like it feels like he's gonna get chained. Like he just gets jumped. He gets jumped, and and these Quantrons strap him down to like a dentist chair, and. And I say Dennis chair because it's a chair that one of the Quantrons like cranks a wheel on and it like lowers the back down. And then uh, fucking uh, Darkonda comes out with like a space stethoscope on his head like he's about to play doctor. And he's like, I don't want him as my doctor. I'm going to. No, me neither. And he's like, hello, I'm going to modify. Ah, you have sued me for malpractice, technically, <laughs> but technically I have eight other uh, medical licenses. I just cross one out. Yeah, yes, yeah. And I'm all good. Yeah, uh, Darkonda got his, all of his degrees online yeah. from Phoenix University. Uh, <laughs> and um, he's like, Hello, I am going to change your programming. Here is my hor- just horrifying uh, instrument that, like, I do really think they are, like, small children are going to watch this. What are little kids afraid of? The dentist. Because that's kind of the vibe. And he pulls out this, like... Yeah, because he pulls out this thing that looks like uh, like a candelabra. Like, it's huge. And he's, he's yeah. like, open up. I'm like, open what? I'm like, is there, like, a third orifice that he has that is, like, going to accommodate this thing? Because <laughs> yeah. that yeah, doesn't exactly. fit anywhere I know. Open. Yeah, he's like, say ah. And uh, it's like, well, first of all, Darkonda or uh, Ecliptor just has, like, a sculpted mouth. But also, that thing is, like, three feet long. What are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> um. And he pushes a button on it and it starts spinning and it does make like a dentist drill noise. And I didn't like this scene. It's creepy. No. Uh, also, I'm Fabi. We've talked about it before. Mm. I'm just like, I I think Darkonda it was like pretty effective for a while. And now I'm like mad that he's winning, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Like, I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. It, it, it just sucks because like it makes his other debts meaningless. Right. Because it's just like, yeah, he's around. He's going to keep being around. Yeah. He sucks. Uh, but yeah, so he, he essentially explains he's going to fix Darkonda. Or sorry, he's going to fix Ecliptor. 
Then we cut to, as you said, trad wife uh, uh, uh-huh. Carone. Carone comes on to the, uh, the... This this is uh, this is homophobia right here. <laughs> they took off her, her eyeshadow. They took off her wigs. They took off all her accessories and her chains. The, she has, like, blonde hair, uh, which I think has died. Um, maybe the, that's the character, the actress, but it, it feels very like it's, okay. Take off your wigs and dye your hair blonde. It's either dyed or Be she has good, like dirty blonde hair. I can't yeah, really yeah. tell. Um, but she here, good American girl. Yeah, she's she's you know I'm sure this is just what the actress looks like. It's just yeah, it's just like it's a little weird to be like no, the wig is evil. Like the wig, I mean, like we talked about, it's aesthetics, right? Yeah. Like, I guess. Why, why couldn't she wear the wig and be good? Yeah. Why couldn't she wear eyeshadow and be good? Yeah. Um, and and even someone says like, "Wow, what a difference!" And I'm like, "What's wrong with makeup? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, what's the problem?" Uh, now that said, that's all the bad things out of the way. Her uniform implies that were she to morph, she would be the Purple Ranger. Uh-huh. That's uh, neat. Which is cool. And we will get one, you know, in a decade. Uh, yeah. But I did like that part. Um, so uh, we do cut some, back perhaps to- Perhaps some foreshadowing. Uh, I mean, I, I think Purple is one of the- Because you always, I always think about it. It's like, okay, well, the mm-hmm. really- the only obvious colors that they hadn't done for a decade are like that aren't just so close that it's not different. Right. Cause they do do like a aqua blue mm-hmm. ranger, but they just call them the blue ranger. Cause it's not yeah. like, it's not far enough mm-hmm. away to be a different color. It really was ar- uh, orange and purple are the only that always felt like obvious. And there still hasn't been an orange ranger, but there has been purple. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah there you go. but I, I'm not going to... I can't spoil the next season yet. Oh, well, oh right. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so, um, we cut back to uh, Astron... Or, I'm sorry, to uh, Darkonda talking to uh, uh, Dark Spectre. And uh, he's like, okay, um, now, good job uh, fixing Ecliptor. Uh, now next thing is we're going to destroy earth. So it's like, cool <laughs> priorities, I guess. Um, we cut over to bulk and skull. Oh my God. They're still alive. The boys are back in town. It's, I don't know that I've mentioned it, but they've been in the credits. They never left the credits, but like yeah. they've been so rarely. It's our three favorite characters, bulk, skull, and Phenomena? Is that his name? Professor Phenomenoid? Phenomena. Yeah. Phenomena. Who, yeah. Phenomena. Yeah, Professor Phenomena. 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 God damn it. <laughs> he is, um, they're sitting. You keep doing it. They're sitting around. It's infectious. They are sitting around, uh, in the desert um, and basically bulk says, you know, why are we, why are we out here just watching for aliens? Like, uh, we've, you know, we did a bunch of fun experiments and now, now all we're doing is, is sitting in the desert making marshmallows and, and apparently that's that something the they do he's every caught night. Is a cold. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this is a sideways explanation for why in the early episodes, uh, Phenomenus kept making fun inventions and now they're just, they haven't been in it forever because they're just looking for aliens every night. Um, Professor Phenomenus has a big uh, telescope he's looking through. Uh, he screams and they're like, oh no, a UFO. And he's like, no, I burned my tongue on the marshmallow. I hurt myself because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I have caused myself physical harm. Yeah. Then uh, Phenomenus spots an asteroid and they're like, oh, cool. And uh, th- he then uh, explains that actually it's not cool. <laughs> Because uh, it is headed directly for Earth, um, and that they will all die. This episode mm-hmm. gets weak. Like, uh-huh. obviously, Power Rangers always involves bad guys that are trying to, you know, ostensibly destroy the Earth or enslave the Earth. But I feel like it's usually like so vague or you know it's zed saying like i'm want to take over earth but like they don't really get specific or i'm gonna destroy you or whatever this like literally shows professor phenomenus uh you know he's describing what would happen if if this i I keep trying to say astronomer if this (laughs) asteroid hits earth um and he's like, no, it'll be like a hundred hydrogen bombs, and uh, it'll be so tremendous that the Earth uh, would cease to exist. And and like it shows, it literally like shows cities being destroyed as he's describing this. This and what's fucked up is they do this again later. They really yeah. want you to mm-hmm. understand that everyone will how, die. How grave the situation! Yeah. Is. And it's funny yeah. too because it, it's um, like it's like if they took that scene from Terminator 2 but it was from like a C grade movie that's sort of like the scenes that right we get. yes yeah and also, and, I thought, and also then they good I, I thought because it was bulk and skull and phenomenus I when I first saw this scene my thought was oh the gag is going to be that it's not an actual asteroid it's really just this really small rock that burns up on entry yes uh, yeah, so, that's totally a good point because they're so dumb. Like, uh, I mean, Phenomenus has obviously actually made inventions, but he's also an idiot. So you would sort of think the joke would be because they're going to go to to what's it called, Nasada, and yeah. and I did sort of think he was going to tell them, and they're going to be like, "That's a golf ball," or you know, some some joke like that. But nope, uh, he's correct, and they're all going to die. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, we do cut back up to the to the Rangers, the Mega Ship. Um, Mega Ship is experiencing some uh, turbulence because there's a huge asteroid next to them. Uh, so they go into evasive maneuvers, uh, and then Dark Specter shows up on their communicator and is like, "What's up? You took my girl." That I still don't really know why. Dark Spectre cares so much about Corone slash Astronema. I mean, other... I I still think it's just for appearances, like... Just like we can't let someone on our team turn or it'll... If if they were slightly better or slightly worse writers, 
they would have made this a weird thing with him and Corone. Where he's, like, like obsessed with Corone for yeah, some reason. Yeah. Like, my princess or whatever. But this is, like, the exact range where, like, they weren't trying to do more than that. And they weren't too hack to to go the other no, it's way. Just, so. it's just... There is one part that I did enjoy because Ash is like, yeah, well, your asteroid missed. He's like, fuck you. I'm not aiming for you. I'm aiming for Earth. Yes. Yeah. They're like, well, you missed us. And yeah, like you said, Dark Spectre is like, why would I aim at you with an asteroid? That's ridiculous. No, it's going to kill Earth. And that's very funny. But all like in terms of uh, Dark Spectre being kind of sassy. But it, it does also beg the question that if Dark Spectre can shoot asteroids at Earth, why did he not do that Like yeah. at the very beginning of this season? Because uh, that seems pretty powerful. Um, good, good power if you can do that. Uh, so... So yeah, he's he explains no. If you don't give me Corona back, I you know this asteroid's going to blow up Earth. He doesn't really explain how he'll stop the asteroid if they if they give her back. Uh, but they decide no, fuck you. We're going to blow it up ourselves. So they try to uh, shoot it with the mega ship. Uh, in you know, okay, CGI for this show, it's fine. Yeah, uh, it feels very. This whole scene feels pointless. I like it felt yeah. like a waste of time to me because like it doesn't accomplish anything, and it also it didn't really like give me stakes or anything. Yeah, yeah. What well, it it one of the things that's a little weird about whenever they do stuff with the mega ship is like. Hmm. Often the action scenes exist to sell toys, mm-hmm. but and they did make a mega ship because it turned into the Megazord, obviously. But like when you're doing the action scenes where it's like the mega ship just shooting at rocks, it's like I don't know. This feels both fillery and also not like an effective advertisement. So yeah. <laughs> so it's, like I don't know who's who is this for, right? Um, they decide that well, so they shoot it. Uh, you do see the scale. It's a very big asteroid, uh, so the the guns won't work. And so they decide what they're gonna do is uh, is Armageddon this shit, and they're gonna call <laughs> Bruce Willis and and they're gonna put bombs on the asteroid. They're gonna drill. Yeah, they're gonna drill it. Uh, has any of the Mega Swords so far have drills? Is there anyone that could have called? Well, I mean, Andros has a drill, but it's yeah, it's, it's I just, just go in there, Andros, and just fuck it up. Yeah, but it's just Andros sized, so maybe it's too small. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they. They get these detonators. Uh, Small drill humiliation. Yeah. And just uh, start planting detonators all over the asteroid. Um, and uh, then they get attacked by uh, the Velocifiders. In all fairness, the detonators do have drills on them. That's true. They have their own built-in drills, uh, which yes. is some good technology. Um but yeah, they're getting strafed by uh, fighters while they're on trying to set these, and then Quantrons also show up with Arconda. Uh so it's kind of a, a, a bad scene. And um, uh, Carlos, or I'm sorry, not Carlos, TJ and, and Andros are like, okay, we're gonna uh, take care of the Quantrons and 
continue planting the bombs and you guys get in the uh the zords and take out the vlas fighters uh there is a pretty fun andros like just using his gun fight against the quantrons which is kind of cool that we don't get to do that that often um and uh tj is planting the bombs uh as you said they do have their own little drills on them and we get to see that Carlos and the rest of the Rangers get into their their individual zords, which uh, which they do have. Remember, uh, they're you know basically just little spaceships, um, and so we get to see a little bit of a spaceship on uh, on uh, um, Velocifighter fight, uh, the Zord on Velocifighter fight. It's okay. It's it's a uh, very brief. <laughs> I'm sure it was probably more expensive than anything else, so... Yeah, the the CGI for the Velocifighters this time around looked pretty decent compared to, like, earlier in the season. It's not that bad. Yeah, like, they, they do an okay job, and, and it's it's interesting because it looks... I'm pretty sure what they're doing is using footage from the Sentai for the Zords, and then, uh-huh. like, original footage for the Fighters... Yeah. Uh, so it's like chopped together, but it looks fine. You know, it's very brief and it, it works. Um, they set the bombs and then something cracked me off up, which is, uh, TJ or I'm sorry, uh, Andros finishes shooting all of these Quantrons and he comes over to TJ and he's like, okay, TJ, how are we doing? And he's like, we're all set. We have a couple seconds. And I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> TJ, no. TJ. <laughs> and uh, they run away. And literally, like, the whole asteroid starts exploding while their their Zords come down to get them. And I was just like, I feel like you didn't time this correctly, but I guess you're fine. At least you got <laughs> off there. Um. They do that fun thing where uh, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's literally the exact same footage, but the the little Gundam that is Andros's mech rides on the big rocket that is TJ's uh, Zord, um, and they're they're able to get away, uh, get back up to the ship, uh, and whoops, detonators just didn't work. Sorry, uh, that was. I mean, I understand it's to heighten tension, but also we did just need four minutes of show, uh, yeah. so that's fine. <laughs> um, they uh, they decide, okay, well, we we we're out of ideas, and Carone's like, nope, not yet. I got an idea. I'm going to go over to the Dark Fortress and uh, quote reprogram the asteroid, which is is good because. She says that the the asteroid is yeah that's what the, a thing you do with asteroids. Right. Yeah. She says she them. says the asteroid is programmed to hit Earth, so she's gonna remote program right. So she's gonna go uh, change she's its do programming, the and they're like, absolutely, yeah, she's gonna do the hacking. They're like, no, 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 we can't lose you, never. And then she's like, that's not how asteroids work, girl. No, <laughs> and then she's like, but I can do it. And Andros is like, okay, fine. Uh, what do we have to do? So then we cut to uh, Balkan Skull uh, going to Nasada um, in their their van. 
and they they sneak onto this just extremely poorly uh, uh, guarded military base yet again. Uh, also, they they see the commander, who's Commander Norquist, who we've met before. And he is driving around with a whole bunch of documents, just like loose manila envelopes top that say documents. top secret on them, which is good. <laughs> yeah, I've just got these. Don't worry about it. Um, but they they stop his car and get out of the car. And like, I'm not trying to be morbid, but they run at this guy with 12 uh, military people around them and the military people, they'd just be dead, guys. Like, they would just shoot yeah. these these idiots immediately. I had the same thought. Uh, <laughs> and instead, they were restrained. And, uh, yeah, and they're like, no, it's a national emergency. We have to talk to him. Um, and uh, they're like, what? He's like, what? What is it? And they're like, an asteroid is heading straight for Earth. Uh, we then cut to uh, Astronema in the control room. Uh, of the Dark Fortress. She has gotten back on her, like, commando gear with her, like, red bob wig, which is maybe my least favorite of the wigs, but it's fine. I do like that she was like, no, I'm going undercover. I have to put the wig back on. It's important. Makes sense. Yeah, of course. That That's how... I mean, it would be a, uh-huh. a big giveaway if she didn't have one on. Um, so she is hacking uh, into the asteroid and then, unfortunately, uh, she is set upon by Ecliptor, and Ecliptor, unfortunately, uh, has new metal bits on him, and that's how you know he's bad. Uh, he's a cyborg. This is the peak male form. You may not like it. <laughs> yeah, and he's just got, like, some metal circuitry sticking off of him and she's like oh my god what did she what did they do to you and then he's like the same thing that will be done to you and then he grabs her and they cut away and i don't like that yep (laughs) it's a little creepy yep um her little headset falls on the ground yeah her headset falls on the ground uh the rangers are like oh no she's she's been captured and like I un- I knew intellectually that she wasn't going to stay good for long but like she mm-hmm. she didn't even fix it and like sacrifice herself to get captured like it didn't even work yeah. it's kind of sucks that it's just like oh nope that didn't work also um so it feels very perfunctory of like we need to have a serum of evil right now like we need her to be good for this episode, okay. In this other episode, the plot's different, so we need her to be back, bad again. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the so the, so we then cut down to Nasada, and on the hey Nasada on the uh uh on the word of a crazy scientist who's almost blown up <laughs> Angel Groves like five different times, uh. Commander Norquist has summoned not only a bunch of reporters from uh, Angel Grove, but also like CNN and shit. Like he says, uh-huh. he says, like people of Angel Grove in the world, we're all going to die. <laughs> Essentially, heads up. Uh, I mean, like, they had 
they Good. must have confirmed this somehow, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm sure that, that they looked they at looked it. They looked at yeah. the window and said, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And again, like, he's like, hey, remember how an asteroid killed all the dinosaurs? That's going to happen to <laughs> us. Just so you know, we're all about to die. Uh, and like... Say goodbye to your loved ones. It's just funny. Uh, commit any crime you want. Yes, yeah, looting is legal. This is the purge. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny because, like, the degree of detail... Again, there's just something about the fact that, like, not only is he like, okay, first, there's a big asteroid that's going to hit the Earth. That's going to kill most of us. Then... Uh, water droplets and dust will cover the earth and we'll enter a new ice age and wall. It's just like, and we're cutting to like people's Uh faces, like just random bystanders. And it's just so jarring in Power Rangers where normally like we barely even see civilians when, when. You know what this reminds me of in a weird way? It reminds me of that. I think it was CO episode where Billy might die in the cold of space. Yes, yeah, totally. Because his ship is running out of fuel. It's a different time of, a different type of existential horror of like, instead of like, oh, Billy will kill me. No. You will die and that's almost certain and you can't do anything. Right, yeah. And, And it's just also, it's just this weird thing where it's like, normally the Power Rangers stop a monster. Sometimes you see a couple people running away, but the stakes never seem that big. Mm-hmm. And then it, and this, it's like, no, look at all these people. They're all going to die. Literally all of us are going to die. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, and then uh, we cut to like it even it's so funny. This must have been pulled from somewhere else. Maybe it's from the Sentai. I don't know. But they literally show like a dinosaur Maybe. freezing to death. And it's just like, okay, we get it. That'd be very yeah. funny. They went and looked at, okay, what what's the stuff we have for the Sentai this week? Uh, okay, we have some stuff with a meteor. No giant fire. Okay, sure. Uh, uh, dinosaurs? Maybe, yeah. Freezing? Maybe what? Zoo Ranger. Yeah, maybe, maybe they pulled it from Zoo Ranger. Oh, yeah, it could be. It could be from Zoo Ranger. Um, so... Uh, some reporters run up to Professor Phenomenus and are like, "What should our uh, what should our viewers do while we're on the brink of disaster?" And he's like, "They should panic. We should all freak the fuck out." And great, you want to say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you should kill each other. Yeah. In mindless, senseless murder, because what else is? Left? Yeah, it's like it's. <laughs> I know it's it's played for laughs, but it's just so. It's so fucked up. Um, the Rangers are like, okay, well, uh, our last ditch effort is we're going to summon all three of our big robots and just push. And I will say, I was curious <laughs> and I looked it up and that's what you should do. It's spa- <laughs> It's space. Like you only have to change its angle by a little bit and then it won't hit us. <laughs> Uh, but they yeah, that's a regular asteroid, not a directed asteroid. Well, sure, yes, that's true. I, I guess I don't know if it's got an engine. Does on it, it have an engine? Is it magic? No, it's programmed. You know, like asteroids. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah. 
the Zord, the Zords have to overcome the programming. Yes, exactly. They should be hacking the asteroid, but instead they push. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. This scene is kind of fun. You don't really get to see the uh, like. It's just cool because it's clearly like little models. Like it's just mm-hmm. either either the actual toys or like slightly more detailed models pushing a big model of a foam asteroid, and I like it. It's cute. Um, but yeah, they're all pushing this, this asteroid and, uh, they're like, oh no, we don't have enough power. Um, cut back down to Balkan Skull and Professor Phenomenus, uh, didn't really know exactly what they were going to do with them next, but Uh I didn't expect this, which is that they... (laughs) They steal a they they decide to steal an experimental craft spacecraft from Nasada and take it into space so they won't die. Apparently, a really easy thing to do. Two for two. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I go ahead. I have I have questions. Okay, what are your questions? <laughs> Does any of them know how do any of them know how to fly? Yeah, yeah. he's a phenomenon. Phenomena is. Uh, it's a professor. I'm sure he knows. Yeah. He has. It's an RPG. He has enough points in like science that he can like bluff his way True. with a GM. Be like, yeah, no, I can fly a spaceship as, with a science role. Uh, no, yes, it, it, and also, why are there only two people guarding this experimental spaceship? To- totally, <laughs> and, and like, and they just they, someone yells like they hear over the intercom, well, all all guards to area C, and they just leave this this. Well, the thing is, this was all part of Phenomena's plan to cause panic, make the guards leave and go hug their loved ones, and then be able to sneak past the only two guards remaining. Yeah, of course. This was his plan all along. The master plan. Now, when oh I God. saw that... It, it all yeah. comes together now. Phenomenus yeah, has been searching a- for aliens because his whole plan is to restart the human race with him as the progenitor. Yeah, with him, Balkan and Skull. That's how, that's how well, that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh... So Luke's not here. He, Somebody's got to come up with the crazy theories. <laughs> I mean, hey, no, um, that, what the fuck am I? What do you think I do in this? <laughs> <show>? <laughs> it's true. Uh, so when I saw the sign that said uh, experimental spacecraft, I thought for sure that was going to be justification for them to use footage of like, you know, like a little spaceship, like a Sentai spaceship. That that was maybe more like a Millennium mm-hmm. Falcon style shuttle. Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, do they get like an extra sword right. thing? Um, yeah. Like, do they get like uh, I, I, maybe like an upgrade to to one of their swords? No, it is just a rocket. It's just a rocket, uh-huh. like like we have for real in 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 the real world, and they do steal it. And again, I don't, Greg, I don't. It must be like in in TV sh- like cartoons where there is just a button in there that says launch. That's the only way that there they has really to be. Want to get off. Yeah, there <laughs> off has to ground. be one big um, red launch button right on the dash. You've got yeah, like a few it, computer screens, one big red button in the middle. No, no other controls. You don't need them. Uh, no, but Bulk and Skull do. I appreciate them because we haven't gotten that much bulk and skull lately. They're like, excuse me, are we going to steal the spaceship, sir? <laughs> sir, <laughs> Professor Phenomenon. Sir, sir, <laughs> sir, are we stealing the spaceship? And he's like, well, do you want to die? And they're like, well, 
I mean, persuasive argument. I guess we're going to steal this spaceship. Uh, so they go to steal the spaceship. Uh, we cut back up, to, or, or sorry, now we just cut again to a, a throng of onlookers waiting to see their incoming death. Uh, as Bulk and Skull and Professor Phenomena steal a fucking spaceship, which is insane. Uh, it literally launches. And, yep, it launches. We see them screaming, uh, as they take off into space. Um, we see, uh, Darkonda gloating, and then uh, all the rangers uh, in in all three of the Zords pushing the asteroid and basically saying, "Oh no, we don't have power!" and uh, and that's it. That's the end of the episode. It's to be continued. And mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, um, I didn't like not like this episode, but it took us like 40 minutes to cover the whole thing. And if you know us, yeah. uh-huh. uh, you know, that means there's just not that much there. <laughs> uh-huh. There was not. It's, it's also fine. the fact that, um, you know, I, I mean, it, it ends on a cliffhanger and then we immediately get next time. And you see the preview of the next episode. And it's like, oh, I, I stopped it. I was like, no, no, oh, okay. please. No, yeah. does it say, <laughs> Greg, does it just say and next time? No, we don't all die. Is that? Is that how it goes? Pretty much. No, they yeah. all die. They, they all die, Sam. <laughs> Everyone's dead. That would be except the Power Rangers. Uh, I mean, first of all, to kill everybody in Power Rangers would obviously be insane. Uh, to have a TV show be like, and the cliffhanger next episode, find out if they live, and then you you tune in next week for the hour long TV episode, and they all die in like three minutes, and then it's just black for fifty. <laughs> like that'd be pretty wild. Anyway, it's fine. I mean, the biggest complaint I have about this is that is how like uh, wrote astronomer turning back evil is, mm-hmm. and mm. especially. And even though they have like, like for three or four episodes, Dark Spectre has basically been like, no, I can fix it. Like she can't stay good. I know I can force her to be evil. And so like you kind of knew that that was going to happen, even if you mm-hmm. haven't seen the show or whatever. But her just like going back on the ship and just getting grabbed and it that's feels it like they were someone just hit a button that said status quo and they needed to get back to the status quo yeah, yeah. and and like it, that part kind of bums me out it's it's mm-hmm. the bulk of skull stuff's actually pretty fun mostly because it's so crazy yeah, it's fine that it's yeah. like you know they they previously have just been kind of screwing around with with telescopes and then it's like Oh! Oh yeah, we're stealing a rocket ship. Yeah, we're oh we're all gonna die unless we steal a spaceship. Like it's so as it escalates so quickly. Um, well, they had yeah, to they a, had to, a, to upgrade from stealing like a bus in Mighty Morphin. So they're like, well, what can they steal now? And it's like rocket ship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but how about we steal an entire spaceship uh, with this crazy mm. old man? Uh, but yeah, that's the episode. It's okay. I had a pretty yeah. good time. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, it does, I will say that I had a pretty good time with like the astronomer stuff. 
but now that she's already been grabbed, I'm, I'm, and like, it, it basically already feels over. I'm like, okay, I know the Psycho Rangers are next. Let's just get there. Like, mm-hmm. let's just get to it. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's it. Uh, yeah. Greg is, or, oh, uh, sorry. I do have some questions. I know I keep promising we'll get to them. Uh, I'm still kind of sick and my voice is not doing great. So we are going to hold on to those. If you have some, you can continue to send them to us at teens with Tude on Twitter. Uh, teenagers with attitude is our Facebook group. Teens with Tude at gmail.com is our email address. Uh, and we will get to those. Uh, Greg, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, we just finished a little, well, I say little, We've got like over a hundred episodes now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we we did finish reviewing War for Cybertron Kingdom on a little podcast called War and Beast, also on yeah. AudioEntropy.com. Uh, the last episode just went up last week, if I remember correctly, and I'm I'm gonna do a you know the behind the behind behind the blaze ball curtain if you. If I'm going to yeah. try and horribly mangle a, a, a phrase, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the final episode came out and somehow 16 minutes of it got cut off at the very end. So oh. I had to go back through and figure out, oh, hey, why is this program that I've used for the past five years decide to suddenly cut why, 16 why, minutes why off did of it the final fuck episode? Me right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that is out. So if you folks want to give it a listen, uh, overall didn't really, the see the series didn't really stick the landing. We felt, uh, had some interesting bits, yeah. uh, throughout the season, but I've heard, like, yeah, the, the ending was not great, but, but didn't stick it that well, which is unfortunate. Cause I feel like the, I don't know. I feel like the Netflix stuff, this is the, the last bit of the Netflix stuff, right? As far as we're aware, it, it leaves it, without spoiling it too much, it leaves it very open-ended for future okay. series. But they really, like, it, it wouldn't surprise me if there's no follow-through on it. And I, I'm not lying when I say there really wasn't a lot of talk about this online at all. Yeah. It, throughout the th- throughout the release of it. <laughs> it's unfortunate because I feel like there was some pretty good buzz about the Netflix Transformer stuff when it started. And then kind of maybe it just, did, it, you know, it didn't do what people were hoping for. And that's too bad. Um, yeah. Because, you know, the, the tra- I feel like the Netflix stuff with Hasbro has been interesting because they then they also did that weird like they did two different He-Man reboots in like three months. I don't understand yeah. what they're doing with their Hasbro stuff. Basically, I'm a little yeah. confused. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's like they're trying to with the He-Man stuff. It seems like they're trying to to cater to both the old fans of of the '80s show, uh, yeah. and also try and draw in a new demographic with the new show, which. You know, I, I, I get the two lines of thinking for it. The uproar over the the continuation of the 80s show really wasn't worth it, in my opinion. I thought it was a great first half of the series. Interested to see where it goes. And, 
yeah, it, it, there were there was a lot of uproar and like oh oh the main character's the woman and yeah, all this sort of stuff and it's like yeah. It it, it it was re- I thought it did a really good job yeah. overall. I thought it was fun too. It, it's so. just it's my, my only complaint is that they were scared and they her obvious girlfriend they don't call yes. them girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my only complaint that they got too scared that people were like, Oh no, she has a black girlfriend. Yeah. And just did not. It's like, oh my Good friend, my gal. <laughs> but I do hope yeah. they figure out what they're doing with that, with the transformer stuff. Because, like I said, I think the it started out pretty fun, and and uh, and oh, I yeah. hope they f- figure out the next next thing for that series. Because I feel like honestly, Transformers is like a pretty good hit rate for TV shows. Like I feel like most of them are at least pretty good. So. I, I don't know. I, I don't Absolutely. know what's coming next, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and and even over the course of, of this season, they there was some stuff that they did well. Uh and they pulled some stuff from, from Beast Wars sort of in homage. Like literally they pulled an homage of my favorite episode of Beast Wars, which was great to see. Um and they did a decent job of it. So I mean there's definitely some pluses, but there was you know, there was there was some stuff that that was a bit of a miss. And one of the only things that I really did see online, when we talked about it in the final episode, is um, the the fate of certain characters and how it was handled. Gotcha. And that was one thing that was mentioned. So that sort of put a damper on it. Well, you should check that out because War and Beast is a very fun podcast. Uh, so go check that oh, out on oh. Audio Entropy. Uh, and. Uh, and then we'll, I guess we'll we'll hear from you guys whenever they figure out what the next uh, series is going to be. And we'll probably be doing an extra episode once the new movie comes out as well, because hey, that's oh, going to yeah. have Beast Wars characters yeah. as well. So cool. All right, uh, Fabi, what is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, eh, no, but in lieu of my plug, I am going to take us like maybe five minutes or less. I do want to do a thing that, uh, so we were talking uh, news related. We were talking about like, okay, these are the, what are the shows? Like they're going to do more Power Rangers. I know there's going to be more Sentai, but if, if let's say none of those are good enough, what do we have left? What have they skipped? Why haven't they made? Okay. And I went and looked, and there's only three series, uh, unless you want to go to pre-Mighty Morphin. Okay. Like, stuff before Mighty Morphin, before Zero Ranger. There's only three series that they haven't done and that they haven't said they won't okay. do. Okay? So... Series number one is the newest one uh, that's um, Senkiger. And I want to show them to you and see what y'all think, which one of these would make the most sense for Power Rangers. This is like kind of their anniversary season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The one plus is that one of the like civilian forms is just a Megasurk from... Yeah. From Mighty it, it's Morphin? Basically, if you haven't mm-hmm. seen this, this like the main ranger is like a rainbow ranger, and he's a human. So the main ranger is based on Jack, uh, which is one of the series. He's based kind of like on the sixth ranger of that series. Yeah, and then 
the rest of the rangers are robots that that look like megazords from other seasons it's yes. interesting yeah uh so that's one but my gut instinct says that's either too weird or it has too many callbacks and maybe they don't want to do that after the fiasco that was megaforce and super megaforce yeah um, yeah so Option number two is the series right before that. Uh, this yes. is Machine Santa Kiramanji. Yeah. This one I think is probably probably the one that they might do. Yeah. It's uh, it's all about like uh, gems and, and vehicles. vehicles. Yeah. 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 I could see them doing this. This feels the designs are like simple and easy, and like I could. They feel very marketable. I could see them doing that. And the one other they have skipped that they haven't outright said no is one that I know a lot of people want done. Uh, Siogre. Yeah. Yes. Uh, That's which is that was the uh, one that came to mind. Minecraft yeah. one. Oh. Yes. I, yes. I I posted the wrong picture, but yeah, the it's the animal Minecraft one, the animal cubes. Yeah. Uh, which I could see. Like, I could see, but I could also see them not going for that. I feel like they, to me, Joger with, without the animal, because if, if you haven't seen Joger, mm-hmm. the red is a human and he goes into like an animal world where everyone is an anthropomorphic animal. Um, and, and then those anthropomorphic animals are the other rangers, but they do have like human forms where they just have like cat ears or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there are these pretty elaborate costumes, even when they're like not rangers. I would imagine they just do that, but don't have that part. Like just have it be animal, animal themed. Yeah. Like I could see it. Like really, I think it's between those two, like whatever, Whatever Sentai happens next, I really think it's between those two. Because I just don't see them doing the anniversary one with the robots. Uh, never say never, but like... Also, the main design of the main hero is like half based on Goranger and half based on Jack. And like two seasons of Sentai that have not been Right, adapted. that's the thing. I, I think it... Some, yeah, I th- Oh yeah, it does wear dragons or armor. My girlfriend is correcting me. So one thing, but yeah, I I do think it, it's between Joger and uh, mm-hmm. Miranger, Miranger. Uh, yeah, they just feel like the most normal, safe bet yeah, for them. Yeah, it, and it based really on does. the fact that they did, they this one season they did like dinosaurs, which is like the safest bet. I. F- I feel that's animals. probably what's going to happen. Animals, here. like I, like animals yeah. or gem slash vehicles, things they've done in the past. Yeah, not the gem parts, but the vehicle parts for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, anyway, that that my brain is fucked up, like in general. And when you mentioned that, I had to go and check because okay. I needed to know, no and I wanted to share this. No big deal. Cool. Really, I, well, I'm, for I'm still us, yeah. wondering when, if ever, they will just outright make a cartoon. Because really, it can't be that it, much that, more just that, to do a cartoon at uh, this point. That feels like they should have done this or at least announced it by now. 
Yeah. Honestly, the the idea that like like at least for me, I feel like mm-hmm. I know it would cost more. I get that. That than literally like st- you know reusing footage. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But Hasbro's a big fucking company. They make cartoons. I I mm-hmm. feel exactly. Like, um. Like, I think that that's just an, a logical way to go. And then you can make whatever you want. Like, it doesn't have to be, you can make it the most marketable thing you can imagine. <laughs> and like, remember when there was, when there was that thing going around that they were going to make Netflix exclusive shows yeah. that were targeted to, towards a more adult demographic? Right. Uh, or to a more mature demographic? And they did that. I can't um, remember what it was called, but there was that like proof of concept for an animated mighty morphin show years ago and it looked fine yeah. like i i don't uh here's my pitch if anyone at Tasro is listening get the high school heroes it doesn't have robots it doesn't have fancy stuff it, the costumes are very generic get that and make it about original power rangers instead of go kiger uh go ranger sorry uh you could it's the same colors. You could make that work super easy. There you go. Uh, yeah. It's not the same colors, actually. It, it's green instead of black, but you can make it work. It's close enough. Uh, so with that, Fabi, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, the Moon Harbor Heroes. I've been doing good work stuff. If you like actual play podcasts about teenage superheroes, go and subscribe to Moon Harbor Heroes and Moon Harbor Heroes Extended. Uh, I have done things in both and will continue to do things in both. And everything else, you know who the fuck I am. You know what the fuck I do. Uh, drink drink some water and take your pills. <laughs> Jeez. Bitch. Okay, fine. Yes, do that. Hey, I just uh, I just drank some water, so I'm 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 halfway there. You're halfway there. Good job. There. I everybody hydrate, hydration check. Please remember to drink water. Take care of yourselves. We love you. Thank you for sticking with us and listening to us. Uh, we love doing this show and we love doing it for you. And Greg, thanks for coming on. Much appreciated. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been a while. Absolutely. I think it's been since it's been since the the Ninja Turtle crossover. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Well, well I I appreciate you you coming on, and it's always nice to have you. And uh, I'm excited Thank to you. see whatever they do next with uh, with Transformers in the in the TV show realm. So, all right. With that, everybody, uh, four teenagers with attitude. I've been Zach. I've been Fabi. And I've been Greg. And may the power protect you always. Take a shower. Be nice to yourself. I'm going to dom our whole fucking entire audience into being good people. Be nice to yourself and to others. We only have each other. Shit is fucked.